Welcome to Curious Chimps Podcast. I'm your co-host, Nathaniel Pearl. And I'm Sammy Sheva. And welcome. We here at Curious Chimps are law-abiding citizens. We do not endorse anything illegal. And anything we discuss is for entertainment and not information purposes. We are not experts, and nor do we claim to be. So please, consult the doctors, do your research, read the label, and for the love of all that is holy, be safe. All right, let's talk about drugs. Curious, curious, curious chips. Boom. We did it. Okay. Yo, so I'll tell you about last night. I went to the uh, zombie exhibit. Uh, Zombie exhibit. I don't know why I fucking categorized that. You you didn't wrap it this morning. I can tell. (laughs) The zombie exhibit. That would be a cool fucking exhibit. I was so curious after you said that. What the fuck is the zombie exhibit? Okay, what did you actually go? Okay, the, mummy. The Egyptian yeah. exhibit downtown. It was fucking. Oh, dude, cool. I went to that. You went? It's still there? Yeah, yeah it's, it's been there for like two months, three months. No, it's been there for longer. Okay, it's done in, I think. Or maybe they moved it? Is that the few, Museum yeah. uh, Palais de Fine Arts, whatever? Is it the kind of like old port near the water styles? Not old port, but like near like Charlevoix and shit like that? It's on like, Sherbrooke, uh, downtown. No, okay, yeah, this is a different. Okay. They must have just moved it. Yeah. Wow, what a cool thing, eh? Oh, dude, it was trippy as fuck. Yeah. To see like some. Some real shit, you know, like it looks like stuff out of a movie. Yeah. It just looks like, like, I mean, I'm sure a lot of it is, is replicas and recreations and shit, but it's still really cool to see like fucking insane. the designs and the little, like sometimes they show you these little statues and shit and it's like made out of jade or something or like combs and mirrors. And you're like, dude, this is so cool. Yeah. And it's just like the tablets shit. too. And like all these scriptures on it. I'm like, wow, that's fucking intense. Yeah. It's beautiful. Like the, the attention to detail they all had in what they were doing. It's like. It just shows how powerful ritual is and like how how much respect they had for everything they did it's artistry but it's like limited uh, experience you know i feel like someone who's a sculptor today they have so much to work off of and to to be really imaginative is is like harder you know mm-hmm. like you almost have to consciously start walking away from the circle of thought that's like common to people but then there's just obviously this art style you know like the these fucking like coyote headed motherfuckers or like yeah. some bird guy with a big sun on his fucking head or whatever yeah. and the obviously the the writing is like the hieroglyphs you know are very picture-esque that's it's, not the right word but they're they're very like image based yeah it's like uh, their version of emojis yeah i love that that <laughs> comparison all the time it's because so it's like crazy. we're going back to that in a way yeah but we're not emojis are like very functional but very limited it's like it stays i think we're talking from our perspective i think the generations under are probably using it way more than we think maybe i mean there's this character on brooklyn 99 i fucking love this show but her name's gina Linetti, and i love i just she's the best thing on all the television and she starts at some point in like mid some season she starts talking in emojis because she says that like like current english language is too limited for her expression mm. and she'll just like say like winky face or something like in her <laughs> conversation it's fucking horrible but like she sells it some of those emojis are better than words you know the some of them that can literally illustrate what you're thinking better it's crazy even a string of them also like like i don't know if you go on tinder and someone just like lazies out on their profile and they just put a (laughs) string of emojis if you actually look at them there's a lot of meaning behind them yeah like it builds a little story there's a little (laughs) sequence sometimes they just put up what they like you know and they're just like a bunch of emojis but sometimes you you get 
a lot out of a series of pictures. And I mean, speed readers, that's what they do with words is they look at the chunk of the, 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 the half a sentence or the word and they just blast through it. They don't read out loud in their head. So they're just get, catching all the information quickly. So you're doing that even faster by looking at like one thing is like, I don't know, like a girl like going, I don't know, like, like with her palms up, you know, and then there's like another thing after that. And then suddenly there's like 10 contexts that are possible. So yeah. then the third thing becomes, it's like, it's like a complex sentence. It's crazy. And then you just see the, the, uh, what's that vegetable called? Eggplant. The eggplant with the water. The aubergine. <laughs> and then, you know, something's going down. Hey man, everybody likes sex. I mean, uh, most people like sex. Hopefully. Yeah. Even the people who are like asexual for real, which I don't get it, but like I've met a few and I'm like, okay, I believe you. What is asexual? They just, they're not, they never get horny. Hmm. They're not attracted particularly to like males, females, anything. They're just like, whatever. One guy I met, no, one guy I heard of, I didn't meet him. He was one of the dudes who was interviewed for the, like, just send people off to Mars thing. Hmm. And uh, <laughs> it was a fun documentary. And uh, he says that he, he just has no interest in sex. He just masturbates like every now and then for his prostate, like for health. Hmm. Like it's just this useful thing. And it's like, bro, <laughs> you are missing the point. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. That's, I don't know, man. That's someone that you can trust to send to Mars, though. I don't know if I can. <laughs> I want to see someone exactly. I want to see someone who has a sex drive but is repressing it consciously. Yeah. Whereas this guy is just, just fucking like does, doesn't loses have his it. shit one day. But that was my point though. Is that guy is the sex result of people. So he has to appreciate sex on some level. Yeah. Also, like everyone is just like sex is awesome. Unless someone just got horribly traumatized or hates humanity. They're like, we got to weed the sex thing out and just use like <laughs> genetic something test tube baby something you know uh, who knows maybe that's the Insert. future yeah that's gonna be a we've wild. talked about that was, um, was that movie demolition man where they just put the headsets on and they fuck in cyberspace well yeah there's a lot of movies like that there's that's a, weird you've seen ready player one yeah what they fuck in cyberspace <laughs> uh, at some point i think they would but there was just like that online game that just everyone was playing all day with the vr set yeah, so I'm sure there's a lot of romantic because yeah. it's it's like haptic. Yeah, feedback. and he felt he fell in love with the girl in the game, but spoiler alert, but in, in real life they met and it was the same thing. But she's like, uh, I mean, real spoiler alert, she's disfigured. She's like, she had a in little real bit life. Of, she has a, well, I mean, disfigured in the movie, yeah. it's like she has a little birthmark or something. Yeah. But in the book, she's probably got like a gash in her face or something. That's right. It was a book before. Yeah, apparently it was all, it was good. Wow. Okay, I didn't even know that. It's a good movie, but be book was better. I know that's like a fucking cliche, but. Really? Considering the movie was really fun. Okay. If the book was better, it's like, fuck. Fuck, bro. Speaking of altered states, let's Ugh. talk about dreams today, man. Ugh. Yes. I forgot. Yeah. Dude, yeah. you know, okay. Off topic, actually, but I created an acronym in my brain because the way I learned, like, a simple breakdown of yoga is to have the, like, five points covered. And it's diet, relaxation, exercise breathing and meditation okay and if i change breathing to air <laughs> then i can spell dream okay. diet relaxation exercise air and meditation damn yeah life is but a dream baby yeah i don't we've been fucking holding out on this topic for a little while because it's something i can rant about a little bit i know and i've been maybe i'll talk about my first experience with a lucid dream oh yeah please and how it, it fucking 
it, cha- it changed my whole perspective of sleep. I, I never knew that it was actually possible. What? Yeah. And I, yeah. I would start with that. <laughs> I was reading about it. I was like, um, hearing things about on podcasts, people talking about lucid dreams, how they can kind of control. And I never understood the concept, but I wouldn't say it was a hundred percent lucid cause I wasn't in control, but I was a self-aware. I was, it was really mm-hmm. odd. So I'll just get into it. Uh, Dreams always start off weird, you know. It's Anyone, any storytelling, uh, yeah, yeah. P- position like places, uh, your body, uh, things change randomly. Yeah, it's, it's so hard to. It's to have constant. A it's story. fractal. It's always changing. So, yeah. it was me and my ex. We were running from zombies in the in a garage. Fucking zombies. Again. Yeah, yeah. They were running from them and they were chasing us, and um, we're just freaking out. We're like, what the fuck? We're fuck. We're just chasing. They're chasing through this dark garage, and then we get into this elevator. And like the elevator was closing as we were getting in and we got in and then all you hear is like the ding and then the doors open and everyone was laughing at me in the elevator because it, that whole scene was just a daydream. I was just staring at the, the door and I was just imagining zombies mm. and everyone's like, what the fuck's going on? And then my girlfriend, my ex at the time, uh, my girlfriend at the time, my ex now, uh, she, she's like, are you okay? Like what, what happened? I'm like, whoa, I don't know. I just had a crazy daydream. I just like, okay, let's go. Let's go like shop. Like a daymare. Yeah, it was like weird. It was like a dream awake. in a dream, you know? Yeah. So then, uh, so she's like, let's go shopping. I'm like, I'm like, I remember feeling, I remember the feeling. It's crazy. I was, everything was so odd and weird. And I was aware how odd and weird it was, you know? And I'm like, what was that daydream? That's so fucking weird. Like I was in the elevator and I just like go somewhere else. And she's like, come on, come on, come with me. I'm like, okay, so we're going through this mall. And the mall is fucking like futuristic, beautiful stores, everything. It's like just a gorgeous mall, you know? Cool. And I'm walking with her and I'm like, I'm like, Steph, this kind of looks strange. Like what's going on here? Am I dreaming? She's like, what's wrong with you? You're being so weird today. Come, come, come. She's pulling me. Fucking dream sprites. Never ask me if you're dreaming. <laughs> and I'm they walking. Don't, they yeah. don't, they're liars. They're, t- yeah, they're all against you in those <laughs> They're things. all in on it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And so we walk by this one store and there's like a mirror. And I see the mirror and I'm like, what the fuck? I, I go closer. I'm like, I'm looking at myself and I realize I don't have glasses on, but I see clearly. I'm like, oh, this is something weird. Something's fucking weird. I'm like, Steph. And she's looking at me. She's like, come on, let's go. What's wrong with you? I'm like, no, no, I'm not wearing glasses and I can see. I'm definitely in a dream. Uh. And she's like, okay, you're really starting to annoy me. Come on. So then we're just walking and I'm just seeing weird shit. Like things like, some things I can't remember, but I'm like, okay, that's, that's impossible. Like, how's that happening? And we just keep walking. Am I dreaming? (laughs) It was just a constant dialogue with myself. Like, uh, am I dreaming? Am I, is this real? So then uh, we go down the escalator. It's amazing how well I remember this dream still. And I, because I also wrote it, as soon as I woke up, I wrote it in my psychedelic journal. Nice. Yeah, because I freaked out. So we go down this escalator and it's like really slow and we hear noise like waterfall, you know? And we go down and there's just this giant pool. The whole floor is a pool with slides and you swim to stores and like that's it's like a whole other hilarious. concept and i'm like i'm like nah that's a fucking dream and then i just There's wake no up this is real i wake up into this vibration paralysis it's always when i have paralysis i hear that kind of vibration sound okay and then i wake up i'm like that was a fucking dream and i was panicking i was like that was more real than this moment <laughs> and i start writing it down word for word what happened so that was like my closest touch on a on a lucid dream but i wasn't in control i was aware though that's uh, that's as good as I get. I mean, one, like once you practice a few times, then you can start playing with the space because you're like, okay, I'm sure I'm dreaming, and then you just like you jump out a window or something. Mm. Like you know you're dreaming. You're not gonna do that in real life, but you, like you just start taking risks or start trying to manipulate things, and 
and stuff happens and like you're you're still on a ride you're never like there's a lot of people who describe crazy levels of control but for me it's just like i feel like my brain starts getting more aware that i'm awake in the dream and it keeps trying to like trick me and fuck with me more Mm. and it it kind of like one-ups me all the time and i have to kind of one-up myself or one-up my brain i don't know what i'm saying but what's cool is how much like how many tips and tricks are in that story because Mm. like okay a lot of people saw the movie inception a few things were right in that movie one of them being like you can't really remember how you got there so to speak like quote unquote uh so you had that weird frightening moment like that daydream and then you passed through like a threshold which was the the elevator yeah and it resets your brain which like kind of happens in real life and then you're you're having a hard time like putting the two together so your brain like it seems like it's a dream these people are laughing at you because it's like it was like fake in the dream like that that caused you to look back and think like how did i get there kind of thing so you're already starting that process then a mirror is also a really good trick like looking at your hands looking at a like a a clock or a what like your watch or something trying to read at all Mm. mirrors especially like and lighting also like these are all these things that happen in the left brain i mean like left brain right brain like this this is this is a misnomer like i Mm -hmm. I know this is bullshit but like for the sake of the simplification of the conversation let's just say that there's a lot of stuff your left brain does Mm -hmm. to create detail in your life and a lot of your visual experience has to do with uh, like coloring and lighting and things like that like you see that optical illusion where it's like two squares that are the same color yeah but one of them is like behind a shadow or something so your brain makes it look darker but if you put them next to each other they're actually the same color oh, yeah. all that kind of shit your left brain's going crazy creating your experience and your right brain is like it's trying to make smashing it all together and mm. and who knows what else so the the dreaming part like your brain shuts a lot of that stuff off so that you don't figure out that you're dreaming and and looking in a mirror you're going to see something you, you might see you might see like a clear distortion like you can see even though you don't have your glasses but like your your face might look different your body yeah. might look different it might look like a funhouse mirror like everybody's different yeah it was definitely like a funhouse mirror i remember and just the fact that i was seeing perfectly with my no glasses i knew something was off yeah you know that's a big one for me too that's but that's funny because after that dream i started reading on tips on how to induce lucid dreaming and it was like tips like during the day just look at your watch and look at it twice look at it twice every time like this that's that was that's what got me into lucid dreaming uh, as deep as possible as, let's say get, getting lucid dreams more often mm-hmm. uh there's i mean we could go down the fucking the whole thing mm-hmm. i guess i guess we'll touch on things naturally as we go yeah. throughout the conversation but the, the 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 problem with any of these tricks is that you have to start remembering your dreams a lot of people who smoke weed don't dream as much Mm-hmm. and or if you if you drink before you go to bed also like you're not going into the deeper states yeah uh some people even dr- some people eat a little bit of sugar and it makes them dream but it might go more in the nightmare department depending on your your physiology uh but uh a dream journal like you have a psychedelic journal like mm-hmm. if, if you can wake up and write down your what you remember mm you will start you will exponentially start remembering more dreams and then you can start you know like training yourself to recognize when you're dreaming so that it'll bleed into yeah. the the dream space wow yeah that's a good tip just it's it's, it's almost now, necessary yeah because now you're becoming more conscious of it because you're constantly writing about it then 
that's forcing thought about it. Yeah. It's like a blind spot. You know, you wake up and I mean, like, I, again, I, f I don't know where to start. I feel like just ranting. Just but it's go like, just we'll flow with it. Okay. Yeah. Your, the way dreams work is like your body is, is paralyzed chemically. And your brain is like, okay, you had all these ambitions throughout the day and we saved them like a fucking hard drive. We're going to blank all that shit. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's, it's just an evolutionary process. Like we need to have ambitions. We need to go, I, I want to do that. And then you do it and you hold on to that thought. But the problem is you keep holding on to that thought and you, you want to kind of like make space. And uh, what's cool is that like, I don't fully understand how all this works. Obviously, I've just like read some articles and stuff, but apparently there's this like chemical thing that happens in your brain while you're sleeping and it reinforces your neurons. And what happens is what you've learned gets strengthened and what you're experiencing in the dreams gets weakened. You can't make new connections. Mm -hmm. So it's like your brain gets solidified as you sleep. So that's, that's why you, you know, people, people say like uh, pulling an all-nighter is actually bad for your test results because it's better to, to study and then sleep so that you can assimilate. I can attest to that. Yeah. A lot of people I think are Back realizing. in massage school, we used to fuck that up. Yeah, I don't, I don't do that. <sighs> yeah, but I mean, if you hammer it out, like if you pull an all-nighter, but you also studied a lot in the past, I think you'll be okay. But yeah. if you try to cram, you need that sleep for sure. It's true, you're not just not registering yeah. at that point. And then a refresher in the morning would yeah. be perfect. Anyway, yeah. so what your brain is doing for real is like recreating a world of stimuli and also recreating you mm -hmm. and putting you in that stimuli like a fucking matrix like for real so yeah. like you and it's so real that it has to paralyze your body chemically because you will flail around in your sleep like you think you're there it's true and the, yeah. the purpose of all that is like i said it's like your your brain is making you act out things and that's why there's a lot of symbolism in dreams because the ambition is abstract you know you might want to like jump over a river or something but then you, in your dream you you i don't know you like have a uh, you drop something. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it, it, or you, you go down some stairs. Like it, 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 the, the thing that that's making you feel needs to be experienced and concluded. Yeah. The, the actual act is kind of irrelevant. Yeah. And it never happens to how you kind of want it, like jumping over the river and you're doing something completely different, but mm -hmm. you're wanting to jump over the river. It's just not going to go. It's kind of like when you're having the, like a fist fight in a dream, it's like all of a sudden your punches are heavy and slow and you're not actually hitting yeah, it. That's yeah. very common. That's, I think, again, it's just articles and shit that I read, but I think what's happening is that you're, you're waking up a little bit. You become very excited and you're trying, like you suddenly become aware of your body, which is not mm. moving. Yeah. So you, like you start, fight, you're fighting and you have rapid movements or, or like just crazy fast muscle memory, you're just like running also. It becomes so like sludgy and stiff yeah. because your, your heart rate gets elevated and you start waking up and you start becoming body aware and your brain's like, my legs aren't moving. So yeah. then you're like, hey, <laughs> why can't it run away? Yeah. That's an odd dream when that happens. It's just, yeah, it's very scary sometimes. It's weird. But what's fun is that um, people interpret the same things in a lot of different ways. And there's a lot of dream signs, they call them, that are common to people. Like your teeth will fall out or like you won't have pants at school or some trope like that. Or like flying dreams are a perfect example because... People experience flying in different ways. Mm -hmm. One fucking douche is going to flap his arms and then that's going to work. Another person's going to like fart and it's going to make them fly up. <laughs> yeah. Another person is going to like hold their breath. Yeah. You know, another person's going to jump or just stick their arms out like Superman or something. It's like a, a different person to person. Yeah. And it's, it's because there's no analog to yeah. it in real life. 
It's like, how the fuck do you fly? Is a dream also your unconscious mind? You're sorting through all the unconscious stuff that's been stored? I feel like it's a mishmash. It's like mm. the ambitions thing I said, but, but filtered through your unconscious. Mm. So there's a lot of you and like the sub you, the dark web you yeah. that's like uh, coloring your dreamscape. It's interesting. What's odd is like, you know, that saying we've all said it to each other. We've all done it. It's like, just sleep on it and, and decide tomorrow or something. You heard mm. that advice uh, countless of times in your life, but it actually does something. 100%. And I don't know what that is, but taking that time and just going to sleep and then you think about it in the morning and all of a sudden it's a different perspective. I think there's something to be, to be said about like the, the inherent uh, uh, unconscious processing that happens during sleep. But also I think people make bad decisions in the moment sometimes when you're in an acute state mm -hmm. and you're very happy or very scared or oh, very yeah. whatever We're it's better to just like hey like like you you're flooded with ideas now yeah. and you're, you're not you you know yeah. so let's let's pause this and then you wake up tomorrow and you go oh and you have that moment where you like forget everything yeah and then it all comes flooding back and then make a decision because yeah. you have a different perspective so i think there's something to be said about that also yeah but but yeah i'm sure something in the unconscious level is kind of sorting out you know, it's just, it's kind of the files are going back in the cabinets. Think about it. Like, like I said about the ambition thing, like a lot of fears might just kind of get played out during yeah. your dream. Mm -hmm. A lot of people use lucid dreaming to play out scenarios in real life and, mm -hmm. and to even uh, recreate and reshape uh, traumas like we talked about in another podcast. Yeah. And it's very cathartic. There's this one girl who uh, I met in India and she had a life changing experience in a dream because she was I, th I think that I talk about it in on the podcast yet but she, anyway I'll make it short but she she had this she wasn't lucid yet but she's like leaving the club in her dream and mm -hmm. she's with friends and then they're all in the back and someone's driving like an uber or something and she, I don't know why but she realizes she's dreaming okay and she goes oh shit you know like you know it'd be fun let's just die let's just like try to die because she's sure she's safe now there's no danger worst yeah. case she wakes up and so she she goes like suddenly the, the like she's telling the driver what to do the, her friends are screaming like bloody murder because they're they think they're gonna die but mm. she knows they're not even really there you know so she's just laughing her ass off <laughs> like a psychopath yeah and they're driving down this steep steep street and then it just like turns into like a ramp and then yeah. crashes into the water and uh yeah so long story short like she does it she she experiences death essentially in her dream and mm -hmm. and that's very cathartic but what she realized later is that that was mimicking her first childhood fears of death because she used to live wow. on like a like imagine that that down ramp like yeah. that like she used to live on a house that was like on the street touching water and every time they used to drive down she had this irrational fear that they would just wow. like the brakes wouldn't work and they would drive right through the house and crash into the water so years later she worked through that without even really realizing wow. it and yeah. like until like ipso facto kind of thing she yeah. realized later i'm wondering if someone's having like reoccurring dreams like nightmares let's say i've had a few yeah they make no sense i will not get into them here <laughs> i promise oh, guys. you can't you can't say that you gotta tell me i that. can yeah. i could nutshell one of them that's but actually like, kind of cool but when that happens well, how do you get to a lucid state to work through them because sometimes they can literally overtake you you know I think it depends on the nature because I had one reoccurring one that was like images. I had no body. <clears throat> I had no sense of self. I, I was just like experiencing. It was very short also. It was just kind of like 
shots of like uh, an ambulance that had crashed into like a pond hmm. and the door was open and it was like a friend of mine this old friend from grade school named Pamela and she was just like in the the Gertie thing yeah. and she was like dead but her eyes were open Oof. yeah and like That's as a, a kid movie. I was scared because yeah. it's like the it, it, like a lot a lot of TV shows like the they close the eyes or the person's eyes just close yeah. it's like a cheesy dead scene open. yeah but then there's you start watching some crazy shows where like the person's <laughs> eyes are just wide open still. And it's like, and I'm just like a kid. I'm like, are they dead? <laughs> Don't your eyes close when you die? It's like, not necessarily, <laughs> yeah. but it was, it was like a horror show. It was like a really, and I don't know how to be lucid in that. No. I didn't, I mean, it was, it was just kind of like this, but, but you're going in and out of States during the dream state. Like you're, you, you would notice that as well. If you're lucid, like your, your brain is like fireworks. Things yeah. are just going on and you're going to, even though you're lucid, you might have low ambition and a lot of, uh, not sorry, not ambition, inhibition. Mm -hmm. You might have very low inhibition, like worse than drunk. You suddenly realize you're lucid and then you just like have sex with the nearest person <laughs> or you just go flying yeah. or just like shoot fireballs. It makes hands. no sense. Yeah. You just go full Godzilla. Like yeah. you just, whatever you just feel like doing in the moment just starts coming out of you. And you can't, you can't stop yourself because you're like, it's funny to think like who we think we are is just a piece of our brain and a kind of like an amalgamation and a kind of fireworks in, in its own right. And that's being like slapped together for you to experience dreams. So you're not fully you sometimes. You're not even you at all. Yeah, sometimes you're just not even you. You're, you have a complete other set of memories, another person, yeah. another body. It's so odd. It's crazy. It's fucking crazy, man. I've been other people. I've been multiple people at once. Yeah. That was fucking trippy. <laughs> I've been, I was myself in my house, but my house was like mirrored sort of and wow. distorted. And it felt like a long time had passed by like a year. It was crazy. Yeah. I, I can't Those explain time it. distortion ones are real mind fuck, you know, it's like time and memory. Cause another yeah. thing that happens is, uh, false awakenings. This is the f craziest thing I learned about lucid dreaming. One of the craziest things, because what happens is your brain is like, it's, it starts adapting to the fact that you're getting into lucid dreaming. Hmm. You know, like you become aware that you're dreaming and then your brain goes like, oh shit, he knows he's dreaming, like slap the reboot button. And then you wake up, you're still in your dream, like super duper inception style. But you just, you wake up and you think, you're like, oh, I was just dreaming, but I'm awake now for sure. Yeah. I don't know how the fuck the brain figured like, that out. That's kind of probably what happened to me in that dream with the, the zombies chasing us. And I kind of just woke up in the elevator. Yeah, it's like a know? reboot. But it was, but it didn't work in the brain's favor. It's like, no. it was too weird. Yeah, like it made no sense. Yeah. Like in an elevator, just... But that's what what I mean by the, the break in, in, in like continuity of the person and the false yeah. memories. Like one time I woke up, like I had a false awakening, but it's it's so hard to explain. It's like I was in the future... And I was some kind of, I was like a half robot, half man thing. Hmm. And I was waking up from a nap and I was in a crowd and it's like, we were, we were part of the press and we were, we were like getting a story because someone was doing like a public announcement or something. Right. Like it was this entire other reality. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, I was sleeping. You know, like all I was worried about was me in the moment and I, and Sammy didn't exist. Hmm. That was like the guy dreams a butterfly thing. I don't I always forget his name, but it's like, who's the fucking real guy at that point? Is the butterfly dreaming me or am I dreaming the butterfly? So you're literally just dreaming a storyline. You're Complete, not even involved. Yeah, yeah. And like the details don't matter, especially yeah. when you just wake up, you're in a fog anyway. Yeah. So it's like your brain recreates that fog to get you back on track of just like shut up and keep dreaming kind of thing. That's crazy. When I, when I first moved out, I 
I had a dream. It was so fucking terrifying, but it makes so much sense. New environment, new space, out of my comfort zone. You know, mm. the the risk of actual fear of, of your safety is all is probably working in the background. You're gonna dream. So, you're gonna sleep less good just yeah. being in a hotel room or something. Yeah. And you might you might have nightmares or dream like a little more. Yeah, and I remember the dream was my apartment was you know my apartment's one level up. There's a balcony. Mm-hmm. It was actually sous-sol under the ground, and the mm. window was just like the street. Yeah, like already you can tell like dreams already fuck around with things and. Um, <laughs> I see across the street, this is like at 2 a.m., there's a sniper. And he's just walking back and forth, shooting at the at our windows. And I'm like, fuck, Ariel, you got to take cover. What the fuck? <laughs> and he's just loading and shooting and always missing, but like by an inch, you know? Like no matter where you would run, it's always like right by yeah. your ear. And I remember I was hiding behind the, under the window. So there's like a little brick barrier. It's supposed to be underground, but for some reason he was able to shoot through it. And... It was going on like that for maybe the whole dream. Magic just, JFK bullets. <laughs> recoiling everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe there's a second shooter. <laughs> and But that dream made so much sense. Like I woke up from it obviously in a state of panic, but it was like, fuck, I'm in a new environment. Like my mind is going through all, exhausting all possibilities. Mm. But I maybe now mean, that though. you're saying that with your friend with the water, maybe that was my way of working through my fear of, of moving out. Because after that, I never had that dream again and I kind of felt better. But that's it. It was like a deep anxiety. It's just like everything in, into this scenario. So you get through it realizing it's silly, you know? Yeah. You get, you, you get to live it. And yeah. then, and in a way it's cathartic, uh, on many levels. Cause you, you went through it. You had to, you got to see how you'd handle it sort of in some weird way, but also you just kind of, you kind of get to wake up and go, Oh, that was just a dream. Yeah. And which that in kind itself of, is nice. I just packed the bag. I'm like, okay, there's nothing to be afraid. Of. It's a stupid, it made like laughing at my anxiety. It's basically what I got out of it. It was over the top in a sense. Yeah, yeah. it's like, okay, let's chill out, chill the fuck out. You know? A lot of people have panic dreams though where I've had this too where it's like, it's kind of real. It's like a real scenario, real people. Maybe there's something a little bit off, but it's not so fantastical. Like it's not so dreamlike. It's really oh, yeah. just like you living a memory or living a future anxiety. And those are shitty dreams, man. It doesn't happen to me often. My dreams are fucking weird. <laughs> They're so crazy. It's like, it's almost like I, my brain needs to work harder to trick me now. Like I'm, or you know what, you know what it is? Part of recognizing that you're dreaming is knowing what your dream signs are. And we talked about a common dream signs because of the left brain thing I talked about earlier. Mm -hmm. So you, the things that people share is going to be the distortion in your hands. If you look at your hands, you know, you might have two right hands or something fucking weird. (laughs) You look at your watch and then you look at it again it's 7.30, suddenly it's 12.15. off, yeah. Or that you can't even read them. You look at a book and yeah. it's like, if you look at a sign and it's like big letters, you can figure out what it says. But if you try to read a book, fuck, dude, it's not going to look normal. Yeah. So those are common dream signs. If you try to flick the lights on and off really fast, mm-hmm. you won't even be able to. You're going to think something's wrong with the light switch because yeah. everything's switching quickly, all the shading and lighting, like I said. Your, your left brain is working hard to figure all that shit out. And it's not going to switch really fast in a dream because then you're going to notice all the mistakes. Yeah. So your brain's working hard to, to make the dream, but it's cutting out this, this, the analytical part of your brain. Yeah. So those are common dream signs, but there are unique dream signs. And that's what you start finding out when you're, when you're doing your dream journal. And one of the biggest reoccurring ones for me was, was groups of friends, video games in any form, like it looks like I'm playing a video game. It feels like I'm playing a video game. I'm looking at myself in third person or just a physical, like a console, a controller, a CD, mm-hmm. a, 
like a like a like a cartridge like something about video games and also just movies and tv and stuff like that like it seems like the way i process my media and the fact that i process media a lot shapes the way i dream and it must because a lot of people used to report in like the isle of lucy days that they would dream in black and white so there's this thing there's this kind of like zombie vibe like when you're watching something when you're consuming content you're just letting it in at a deep level that you're not even realizing and then it forms the way you look at shit yeah and then that comes out in the dream yeah that's fucking cool deep subconscious uh absorption you know what's crazy is like this is not really related to dreams but you ever saw subliminal advertising like there was a whole youtube thing on it yeah, there's a there's 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 frame cut ones where yeah. the the brain picks it up but you don't notice. Yes. There's uh there's stuff where there's sounds in the background that you don't notice. There's stuff where it's like two words back to back make a third word kind of in between. And you, your your unconscious is processing that and yeah. figuring that out. It's like categorizing that. Or it's like cr- the Disney like the dildo in the fucking castle or something <laughs> like There's a like lot that. of uh, sexual um uh, origins to some of those arts you know, like someone broke it down on YouTube he's like draw the dick and then turn it into like a character that we all know <laughs> <laughs> I'm like holy fuck that's, that's probably how they figured it out but um, there was one that was like uh, I think it was like Iron Chef Canada or something mm. and McDonald's was their biggest sponsor and you're just watching it someone found it and put it on YouTube he like slowed it down frame by frame and it was the finale apparently they had a huge viewership mm. and just for one frame McDonald's sign pops up and disappears and they they ended up getting in big trouble for that because subliminal messaging apparently is it's not allowed it's illegal it's illegal because it's effective yes that's what's funny it's crazy there's a reason why they fucking did that it wasn't just stupidity it was they like, when they tried to make it illegal they the these, co- these companies came out of the woodwork and started lobbying to prove that it wasn't effective and it's like then why are you doing it why are you trying to prove it's not effective so that you can nuts. stop the laws like it's so transparent yeah. man. It's like, wow. we, you think we're stupid, but we are stupid. That's the problem. Yeah. We're, we're susceptible. We're suggestible because now it's super liminal. Yeah. Now, because th- this is proven shit, okay? If you're thirsty, if one, if one of your biological drives is in the mix, i.e. hunger, thirst, sex, yeah, which like they use all the time. Dude. It's the number one seller. Yeah. Dude, you yeah. sell a car and there's tits in the fucking commercial. Yeah. You sell wine and there's a there's Look at news anchors. All the females are this beauty figure. Yeah, Thin. Rogan talks about it so well, it, man. Yeah, it's crazy that she's wearing a fucking like like cloth to cover her fucking like her <laughs> yeah. mid range. It's you nuts. know like the the tits the 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 up the hips down the shoulders is yeah. like the sweet spot, and it's like all you're covering, and then it's just all shoulders and it's knees. really it's it's a mind fuck when you break it down. It's crazy. It's it's literally like softcore porn. Like it's teasing you a little bit. Okay, that's what I was saying though. Is the there's studies showing that if you get into, like, let's say you sell someone something like like Nesty, let's say just as an example, mm. and this person happens to be thirsty at the same time, it's like fucking eighty percent more likely to work. Like if you're thirsty at the time, and then you see this fucking bottle of half sugar, half it. fucking <laughs> natural colors and flavors, air quotes. Yeah. And it's like the bottle's got all this condensation on it, and like the oh my god, you know you yeah. just you can't help yourself. And then on top of it, some cute chicks drinking it, or like who knows what. Yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy, dude. And but the, the, the colors talking. also. Yeah, you know, like McDonald's is red for a reason. Yeah, it's tension grabbing, right? No, but like these colors make you hungry. Like blue makes you less hungry. But if they were, they were saying the blue. color red 
out of all the colors is the one you'll remember the most. When you see red, it's like the one that sticks in your mind. Red's my favorite color, so I definitely feel that way. Mm. I feel like the background of the universe is red, and, and it's poking out of everything <laughs> that is red. And everything else is just like on top of red. Like red is so vibrant. Red is so... I guess everyone feels like that. Yeah. It's a bad reason to have a f- have it as your favorite color. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it, that's such a mind fuck, man. It's... Um, I'm trying to figure out what I wanted to say. Uh, Maybe this is a dream. Dude, I, at least twice or three times a day I wonder that. It's like... Then you're going to be a na- your natural lucid dreamer, dude. That's the fucking trick. Yeah. That's the, you got to start remembering it because of, you're writing it down. And then you can know if you're lucid dreaming or not. You could have a lucid dream but not remember it. What's the point of that? But the second step is start checking when you're awake. Because the only thing you have in common with you being asleep and you being awake is you think you're awake in both instances. So if you start thinking you're dreaming when you're awake, one day when you're dreaming, you're going to check if you're dreaming. And then you're going to know you're dreaming. So just constantly ask myself that throughout the day? Well, there's ways. There's ways, actually. Knock on wood. Well, you can do, you can anchor, you can, there's, there's symbols and stuff. You can, you can prime yourself to see, but those are chancy, you know, like if someone says like, I'll see the full moon or something. So it's like, it might be broad daylight and you see the full moon. You go, okay, of course I'm dreaming. Or you have some guy has a tattoo of a full moon and you go, am I dreaming right now? Hmm. Something like that. But you might not catch that. So like the clock is really good. Anytime you check your phone, anytime you look at the clock, anything like that, always look twice. Look twice. If you look and you're like, okay, it's 12.15 or whatever. And then you go, then it's 7.50. And you're like, what the fuck was that? The problem and is, is that I've, it'll change. I've recalled a few times where I've actually had lucid dreaming. But every time I, I realize I'm in it, I wake up. That's it's exciting. It's going to happen the first like 10 times. Yeah. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna shock yourself out of it. That's what it is. It happened to me the first like three, four times for sure. Okay. Oh, the best dream check I have, or they're called reality checks. When you're in a dream, you can like stick your finger through your hand or something. Like there's crazy things like that that are common again to people. But the best one I use, and I I haven't used it in a while now, but I'm going to start again. I block my nose. If you can still breathe through your (laughs) nose, then you know you're dreaming because you're still, your body's in the real world. Your body's chilling. So you block your nose and then you take a nice fucking deep breath through your nose. So you do that in regular life. A few times a day and then in your dream state you might end up doing it you've probably even seen me do it a few times i go like i check i go like this i wait like i, t- I take a breath and i look <laughs> at my phone again and then and then I, even if it changes a minute yeah. i just go like this <laughs> <laughs> i just check i go like because <laughs> dude now, you can breathe underwater like it, there's weird are, shit that happens is this technique that so you have to maintain or is this something you do it a few times and then it's just you get a lucid state anytime you dream you won't get lucid every time. Some people will start getting like four a, a week or something, okay. maybe even multiple times a night. Okay. You'll get in and out of lucidity because like I said, it's like fireworks. You know, you're going to lose your lucidity and get tricked into the dream again, sort of. But I think you should keep the practice up. It's kind of like meditation. You'll get better at it. You'll even just notice the quality of a dream eventually. You'll be like, I'm dreaming. The way your body moves, the way things are are lacking detail and then hyper real in mm. different ways. You're like, this is not right. There's just something off and it, it becomes a flavor that you start to recognize. But I would say, don't let that trick you keep checking okay. because I, I, let's say after years of practice, maybe you'll just be in it, you know, but some people are natural. Some people are not like you, you wing it and just listen to what's going on. Cause some people, they remember their dreams every night. They don't need a, a journal, but I do. I you, definitely do. You need a journal. Yeah. There's been a, I would say a solid few months, maybe six months, even that I barely remember any of my dreams. 
Yeah, it comes in waves too. I don't yeah. know why. I mean, I think it depends on what nutrition you're thing? eating. Yeah, it depends on smoking weed or not, CBD. Mm. Maybe the rapé affects it. Maybe I, I know DMT does. I know it, it kind of robs you of your dreams for a couple of like days or weeks. Really, you find? Uh, that's what I've heard. I've My, had me personally, wild dreams of DMT. Oh yeah, DMT. yeah, yeah. Oh well, fuck. Oof. That's just what I've heard, man. Especially the toad, toad uh, bufo, five uh, meo. Oh yeah. Dude, I had a whole other DMT experience the night after. <laughs> yeah. Double your freshness, double guy, your fun. I forgot what he called it, but he called it, uh, I think, like, homework or something. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> you know? That's good. Yeah, man. Mm. But, uh, no, I I think uh, maybe it's, I do remember it, but I forget it quickly, and I just... Doesn't store in my it memory. It slips out of your fingers, man. That's why you, when you wake up, gotta write it down right the away. The best thing to do, th- I'll give a few tricks because that's what we're here for, I guess. Mm. Um, it'd be good, first of all, do what you're gonna do because I, I force myself to write it because I realize that I remember my dreams more clearly. But maybe just like so I started doing this and I, I should do it again, actually. I forgot about it. I had my phone next to my my, my bed. So as soon as you wake up, try not to move too much because then it's it kind of like, I don't know why, but you, you, you start waking up again and it starts booting your brain up and you start slipping away from that dream space. So try not to move too much. That's why you want the, the dream journal to be right next to your bed. You want the pen to already be there and you just fucking open it and you start writing. Yeah. Writing is definitely going to be better for your memory. Uh, it's pen to paper really actually writing is incredible if anyone's ever studied and they know like if you're if you're doing it on a laptop no, or on your phone everything. it's not the same yeah. yeah so so it's like think of it like taking notes and think of think of it in the in the present tense as well i'm doing this i'm doing that it helps with memory in general so it'll help with with this but what i started doing because i didn't want to sometimes you write novels dude mm-hmm. a picture's worth a thousand words a fucking dream is worth a bunch of confusing paragraphs of i don't know what you don't have 20 minutes every morning sometimes to write a fucking novella. So you, you just wake up, you hit record on your phone, and you just, start, you just start saying the fucking thing. And then maybe you reiterate it or you add details at the end as they come. You just, you just take your time. Just you it do it. There. Then listen yeah. to it later. Listen yeah. to it the night of, man. Yeah. That'd be even better is like prime your brain to, for the dream space. Think of it like this blind spot in your reality, mm. and you're kind of just like warming up to it. You're, it's like a muscle almost. Okay. So nice. that's, yeah. It's good tips. I, I know my shit. <laughs> Fuck, man. I've been doing this for a while. Have you ever had paralysis? No. Sleep paralysis never happened to me. I had it once for a year straight. Ugh. Every fucking night. That's it was such a horrible. hassle, man. man that sounds scary. It was. It, every time. it took. I was trying to figure out ways to enjoy it. It was just constant. And the way it would approach wow. me, it was... Um, it would feel like someone just opened my door in my room and just started walking around doing their thing. Mm-hmm. And then when I know I'm about to really go into the paralysis, because that's the first, like, when you kind of wake up, but your body's asleep, then I would feel like like this in my ear. That's terrifying. Ooh. What an aggressive doorbell. Yeah, wow. That person's a jerk. (laughs) Yeah, dude, that's terrifying. Oh, I actually know what you're... It's like a muscle spasm in your ear, so it feels like uh, You know what? It's like... like when the when there's water popping out of your ear and it kind of makes that sound yeah. or you're on the plane or whatever so it feels like that it's like yeah, totally and then I know I'm like oh fuck here it comes and then I just go into this intense vibration and my whole body is asleep but I'm conscious of it and I'm oh the whole year I would try to just enjoy it and just like breathe through it but it's always the same result of me trying to scream out of it because it gets too scary and you can't and I can't but then like 
all my might, I'm able to open one eyelid. <laughs> and then I wake up. It's the weirdest thing, man. It happened, and it hasn't happened since. It's like you break through the ice or something. Like, really forcefully, though, like all my might. There's something about those experiences. I mean, I, I've never had them, but I understand that they're innately terrifying. It's like it's almost yeah. like you're supposed to be scared, and that's what creates the paralysis. Or the like, imagine you wake up and you can't move. You suddenly feel like all the muscles that help you breathe are not working well. It feels like something's sitting on your chest. Some people actually see something sitting yeah. on their chest yeah. and old like hags, laughing at them. I or think something. they call it like the old hag or something. Ah, I don't picture know, yeah. an old lady sitting on the chest. Or like a demon. Yeah, there's like yeah. a dude sitting there like, hey, you it's can't breathe common. now. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> some yeah. fucking asshole. Yeah. Or a presence in the room. It's like these things that are like, that get your back up. All the same things, all the the, the 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 restriction, like the being caged in, the the can't breathe feeling, the something is watching me feeling, they're all suddenly created maybe by this state, yeah. or you just feel them because that experience you're is being vulnerable created. though, you're paralyzed. Yeah, you just right? it's like a perfect it's a perfect recipe. Like you have to be scared. But I'm Ooh. I'm wondering, I feel like you just are scared. Like the way I talk about like our inhibitions and stuff, like your brain is just firing. You're just in a, in a state a of fear. Way. Yeah. yeah. So Most just, probably. just in a state of fear. And you're yeah. throwing all those outcomes out because that's where you're, you're in that state. Yeah, exactly. It's like a chicken egg thing. Because I'm thinking about it, man. It's stressful to think about because I know that feeling and it's just not fun. must be, man. I think I'm just a light sleeper. I think I just like pop out. Like I'm never mm. fully. I remember one time when I was a kid, I never forgot this. It blew my mind. I was like, I was, a, I thought I was asleep. I thought I was sleeping. And then like, I, I, like when I was a kid, I used to maybe like play with my nose a lot and get nosebleeds or like a, the the change in temperatures or something. Mm -hmm. And I felt like a, a little like like a little run down my face from the from uh, my nose. And I hop out of bed and I get a Kleenex. And it wasn't blood; it was just like booger. But I just went like, wasn't I sleeping just now? <laughs> like I just like I just got out of bed and I'm like, do I sleep ever? Yeah. <laughs> Am I just tricking myself into thinking I'm sleeping, but I'm just like sitting still like. Yeah, uh, it it fucked with me. Wow, I think I'm a really light sleeper. It's a problem, man. Like I put anything to wake on you now. up. Almost, man. No. I'm sure if I'm in the deeper states, mm. that it's like you know, it's like when you know, you ever get woken up and it's like you feel hungover. You're like, <laughs> like that. You were you were in the fucking delta, like deep ass sleep, you yeah. know, and you got interrupted. Yeah, that's a that's another funny thing that I've never understood. Any if any time you remember your dream, it's because you were mid dream and you got woken up. Hmm. So that's interesting. And what's funny is that's past that delta, like past that deep sleep. Because when you're dreaming, you're actually in a lighter state of sleep. Yeah. You're actually like quite awake. Yeah. But you're just... That's why naps it. are so important because you get that that 45-minute window as you get it. What's the state? Is it beta or to the, for the dream state? No, beta is definitely awake. Beta is okay. like you're in traffic. Okay. Beta is like the... I'm looking at you. I'm a little worried. It's not necessarily a bad thing, but I'm I'm like a little anxious. I'm looking at like what are the people around me doing? Okay. You'll get into beta more when you're dreaming actually. Yeah. I I do anyway, like I said because I th I think I'm in crowds or I think about movies or I think about video games and stuff like that. I yeah. think about groups of friends and stuff. It's like you're 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 like how am I acting kind of, you know? Like you're in a you're in a kind of like a uh, oh, like the 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 cauldron's boiling over kind of uh awareness okay. whereas alpha is more relaxed and more in the zone okay uh and then an intense in the zone is is a new one they discovered called they call it gamma there's just it's just a predominant brainwave state you know like you're doing all the brainwaves all the time apparently okay. and then i guess delta and theta are the sleep ones the deeper sleep ones i've yet to try the uh 
Brian Rose, I brought up in the last podcast with the tape over the mouth. Yeah. Have you given it a try? No, I'd, I'd be curious to hear it because I, I sleep with my mouth closed. I even I even have a kind of a clenched jaw when oh, I yeah. sleep. Okay. Like I, I, I have bite marks in my retainer. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's bad. Damn. I don't grind, thank yeah. God, but like I... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I tried with me, like, a, like a masking tape. Fucking hurt. I couldn't keep it on. So yeah, I'm thinking maybe like a that. KT tape would be good. Oh yeah, you that's know? like made for that. Yeah, a little more sure. So the whole the whole philosophy of it is that you or just shave and put duct tape. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> wrap it around the whole face. <laughs> <laughs> so so someone wait like I can't even. It's a disaster. That. <laughs> oh the the whole God. thing is is that there's this. I I don't know if it's a new f- new study, but it's just showing that taping mm. your mouth when you sleep forces only through the nose, and mm. that's apparently increases your 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 quality of sleep your oxygen intake and funny enough uh, when you sleep with your mouth open it actually increases tooth decay because you're drying out the bacteria that needs to work and survive yeah there's good bacteria in yeah. your mouth too that's what people don't yeah. understand that hundred billion fucking who knows it's insane number right some of it's got to be good i don't want to think about numbers <laughs> yeah. especially when you're talking microscopic or atomic or something Jeez. There, xylitol is a form of derived sugar from uh, blueberries, I think, and it actually promotes the good bacteria in your mouth. So it's a sugar that's good for your teeth. Boom. Boom. It's highly poisonous for dogs, though, so be careful. Blueberries. Blueberries, the xylitol, xylitol. specifically, yeah. or I, at least it's part of the, like it, it hurts their liver or something. It's very poisonous. There's, there's, there's xylitol sweetened uh peanut butter and fucking people are feeding it to their dogs and killing their dog and shit like you got to be careful man okay some some one dog uh i heard a story in the news that, like they kind of popularized the warning which was that they they got into some gum or something and it was xylitol gum and they died oh shit okay uh, sucks Fuck, yeah. fucking dogs bro they can't eat, eat like, anything onions man. avocados there's like random things they shouldn't eat I remember Lily after her surgery she had like a container of painkillers mm. and I gave her a few but I noticed it fucked with her stomach yeah I don't remember how many were left in the container maybe like four or five I came home and somehow these fucking dogs found it was when my roommate was there somehow they found a way to it <laughs> and ate the whole thing and I didn't know which dog ate which oh no and I called the poison control they're like yeah it's pretty serious you should bring them in but maybe wash them for 24 hours they're still around so it's good but I Maybe that moment of split it half half. <laughs> They're fine, you know. Uh, try some of this. Try yeah. some of this. So, like, you take one. I take one. Let's see what happens. <laughs> I wish they were that smart, but maybe they just got lucky or something. I don't know. That the, there's this pill I give my dog once a month. That's like a, I don't know. It's like for ticks and fleas and shit like that. Okay. Because I take her in the forest sometimes, and uh, with fucking global warming, there's a bunch of fucking Lone Star ticks making you allergic to meat or whatever the fuck's going on. Really? There's it's all that stuff's getting pushed more yeah. north. It sucks. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, so they make it delicious. It's like it even smells like a dog treat. Like it smells like meat. Oh, she doesn't care that yeah. it's a fucking pill. It's like I throw it and she catches it in her mouth. Like she doesn't even smell it anymore. Yeah. It's crazy. I would so have to. I would have to drug my dog, like without her knowing. <laughs> like put it in peanut butter. I'm like, you're so easy. Yeah. Doesn't yeah, even realize it. Peanut butter. Tri- they don't know what's going on. They're no. actually, it's gone. <laughs> Take They're it like, off. Okay. Could have had a piece of glass in there. <laughs> <Wouldn't> <laughs> have I didn't notice. <laughs> just chewing it away. <laughs> it's so crazy. Uh, how much time we got? What's going on? Oh, we got a good like uh, 
fucking 20 minutes. It's awesome. Boom. So recurring dreams was a cool one that you brought up. And I didn't know how to answer that because I, I feel like um, I never really had a recurring dream at the same time that I had my lucid dreaming comforts. Okay. And uh, that, like I said, also, like there, there's a strong narrative in your lucid dream in your, in your recurring dreams. And I, in my personal experience, I felt like I was watching like a slideshow or a movie or something. Mm -hmm. One lucid dream I have had throughout my entire life. I'm it's like, I'm due. It's been a few years. Like it's going to come up soon, <laughs> but it's um, in a nutshell. And I'll try to be concise. The world is ending and it's like fire and brimstone kind of ending. And I somehow like I, what's happening is the sun is shutting down mm. and it's like a big artificial structure. And it like, it like these beautiful, like like huge chunks of like metal and shit start collapsing in on themselves and opening doors and shit. And these big like power ranger looking fucking spaceships come out and like one's like big and green one's white. They kind of look like animals. One's red, one's yellow. Like there's just these, and, and they're just slowly drifting towards earth and they're going to murder everything. It was, it's crazy. And then, and yeah. And, uh, somehow we find out also that the moon is a weapon against yeah. them. Okay. It's a crazy fucking dream. Sounds like a nice DMT trip. A anyway, that's the nutshell, yeah. but I've had so many versions of this dream or like it's it's like I'd lived that it that scenario wow. in multiple ways. One time it's like a character from a TV show is like trying to rally people together. Another time it feels like I'm playing Duke Nukem and I ha and I'm like playing first person and I he have the little picture of the dude at the bottom with like mm. my life bars and shit. There's been so many versions of that dream. Wow. One time I I became kind of lucid in the dream. Because I was running away because it's like everything's fucking blowing up and being destroyed on the planet. And I roll down a hill and I start perfectly like front handspringing down the hill. And I'm like, this is not, I can't do that. <laughs> As I'm front handspringing down this crazy steep hill, I'm like, I'm like, huh, huh, huh. I'm like wait a second. <laughs> I don't know how to do this. And um, I realize that I'm probably dreaming. But yeah. there's always this doubt you know, because if I'm awake, I don't know why. I just go like, am I dreaming right now? And I go, no. Because it's like that smell, you know, that we that we talked about mm. earlier. Like that quality is just not there. There's something real and heavy about reality that's just not in a dream. Yeah. Or it's too heavy in a dream sometimes. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. But uh, when I am dreaming and I catch myself, I always check like four times. I'm always like, this can't be a dream. Like this is real. This is. And then I'm like, wait a second. And like I... You know, like I take my glasses off and I can still see or I, I block, block my nose and I go, oh, shit, this is definitely a dream. You know, like because you, know, you look at your clock and you look at it again, you go, OK, it's different now. Yeah. It's literally but just it, realizing the irregular, irre irre I can't even say that fucking whatever you're saying, broke your brain. Regularities. Irregularities. It's a tough word today. But yeah, it's when you're noticing those things that are off. Irregularities. Irregularities. Wow. Yeah, it's Butcher. inconsistencies. It's like glitches in the in the in real life, yeah. and and you're like, oh shit, like that's not possible. And, but then, like, there's been times when it, even though I'm sure I'm dreaming, and that like one of the first reactions I have, I just jump out a fucking like fifty story <laughs> building, and and I bust through the glass like effortlessly, and as I'm falling, I'm like, I really hope I mean, this is a dream. <laughs> And then one time I, that I did that, I was like, I was like, I'll, I'll know by how the landing feels. And I just went like, like I'm falling at full speed. And then I just kind of like, I just like stop and like tap the, the floor. Sounds like the And Matrix. just keep walking. Yeah. Like, yeah. like it was so surreal. 
but it's like your your fear really governs your your experience yeah which is why lucid dreaming this is something we haven't even talked about yet the coolest thing about lucid dreaming i find is that it's like it, it is i'm trying to think of an analog it's like it's like you have to believe you know like that cheesy disney like clap your hands and believe thing that actually applies in dreams what you think is going to happen is totally going to inform what's going to happen mm-hmm. so your expectations which are usually not in people's control a lot is suddenly the key to your experiences yeah like fucking firsthand you know like one plus one equals two with ex- with expectations so it's really fun and really crazy like i've had a lot of flying dreams and i realized that i'd never left the atmosphere i want to just like leave earth you know mm-hmm. but i, I kind of have this fear of heights uh, not not it's not drastic but i feel it sometimes when i'm like uh, up on a ladder or a roof or something and i got into free running even to kind of get rid of it yeah. and, and i it's remember a state of like feeling uneasy it's a it's a i don't know i think i just fell when i was a kid and that feeling yeah. is horrible because you're you're flailing around like a cat in the air yeah. and cats can actually turn around because they're like they have like a less they have less spine mm-hmm. and they just they like they can bring themselves to land on their feet like you're i just fell backwards onto my back off of cherry picker yeah. when I was Oof. really young yeah. and I was fine because I'm a kid I bounced like whatever it's fine but I was so scared and I think I, that just that feeling just stayed with me mm-hmm. and it's like I when you're really high up and you can you can fall there's like a short rail or like no no rail I just I get terrified I get like I, it's almost like I want to jump to get the anxiety out <laughs> okay. it's this it's a weird yeah. feeling to explain but uh, I remember at the time I was playing a lot of GTA and uh, if, when you fly in the jet it's it's very like liberating yeah. because it's very fast and there's there's a lot of control like that you can you can control the pitch and just like turn upside down and then like let's say you pull up to go like you'll you'll go down yeah so i got good at that i was just flying upside down and <laughs> twisting a lot and my friends would watch me and be like dude stop i'm getting dizzy I'm like, fuck <laughs> you bro this is so fun i'd go in between buildings and stuff i would just fly oh, upside down for long periods of time so i was doing that in my dream but i was flying like goku style shit i just went like bah! and just <laughs> and i would go near the water and it would fly i would like f- make like uh like uh wow. big wakes and like water splashing around me and shit and then i just i did i did exactly like i would did in the game i would turn upside down so now the ground is is the sky the roof, yeah so then i pulled down to go up and i just went like whoop and i went up towards the the sky and i just said fuck it today's the day and i fucking fly and fly and fly and i'm getting so high up and I got super scared and I just started falling. I just like, I don't know, like, I don't know why. I just like, I'm up, 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 up. And I just went like, oh God. And I just like start losing momentum and I just start falling. And I just, it just kind of turned into a movie, but I'm just like fucking falling so fast. And I crack into the ground. It makes a big ass crater. I don't feel anything. Like I said, it's kind of yeah. like a movie. One time I did that again and it was very similar, almost the same dream. And I got out and I, and I see like a space station. And I'm so scared. I go, like, I fly to it and I open, like, a door and I get into the airlock and I'm looking down on Earth and I'm like, I did it. <laughs> but I was still, like, like I didn't leave, you know? Like, I, I felt like I'm in space. Like, I could still die. It's like, if you forget you're dreaming. It's how, like you, you can't control your expectations. How crazy it would be if someone was in the spaceship, space, space station, station and said, uh, you're not supposed to be here and just grabs you. <laughs> hey, get out of here. Oof. <sighs> who knows man there's there's a lot of fun stuff with lucid dreaming because like uh if you get into the whole yoga of it you know like there's 
Uh, some people even say it's not good. Like, don't mess with that space. Uh, neurologically speaking, there's no dangers mm-hmm. as far as we can tell. You're dreaming plenty. Yeah. You don't have to worry about yeah, like, like messing with some of like your dreams. It's like seven to ten times a night, right? It's something crazy like Something that. like that. Yeah. I think maybe four. There's four periods of, depending on how, on your sleep cycles there. Like, mm-hmm. there's four periods of, of, like, dream state. But you might have, like, three or four dreams in that that period. Yeah. So then it's, like, seven, ten dreams, you know? Excuse me. Woohoo. What did I eat? Mm. I don't want to know what we're talking about. Yeah, so um, what what a lot of my experiences are, I think, are this kind of personal space. You know, this like personalized, uh, symbolic reflection of my psyche, blah, blah, yeah. blah. But I feel like a lot of people talk about you being able to leave that and go into other people's dreams or go into some kind of astral plane that, that mirrors... Uh, the 3D world in some sense and then they can see what's happening somewhere else they can actually travel and view things and uh, maybe even affect things at a distance or some crazy shit that I've never personally experienced and I feel like there's that fear I feel like I have this kind of mentality that I'm like on planet earth and I've never left the atmosphere like Mm -hmm. I'm doing air quotes and and that's just me like not wanting to leave my space and and really like kind of take my soul out of my body and just go for a ride. And and when they talk about astral projection, I guess it would be, yeah. there's all these, there's all this lore and all these techniques and a lot of it all sounds like lucid dreaming, but it's like, once you get there, keep that lucid state and, and, um, you know, consciously travel like through these different planes. Wow. And then they talk about like, you're going to meet some entities, you know, you're going to meet some crazy things that are trying to fuck with you that are just curious about you that are really kind and happy that you're there. Like it sounds like what. you're pretty much tapping into your DMT reservoir in your mind. I and guess it sounds like that if you're, if you're encountering entities and stuff, you know, maybe that's what astral projection is, is you're, you're harvesting the DMT that's exogenous. Yeah. Endogenous. Endogenous. Sorry. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I caught you. Yeah, uh, apparently that's uh, that molecule is facilitating the dream state in the first place. That's the hypothesis, right? Yeah, I don't know how, what the science is, uh, like the modern science is on that now, but that's the that's the theory. Yeah. So, because I've I've heard of people talking about astral projections and stuff like that, where they have a big like tether t- attached yeah. to them and like the, a silver and like as far as something? they go they can always refer back to that tether so they know that they're attached it's unbreakable because yeah. that it's 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 your soul tied to your body <laughs> until you die essentially yeah. and uh and yeah you can go as far as you want and just kind of tug tug and fly back kind of thing <laughs> I, was see, I was hearing people's re- um people's uh, experiences is that when they astral project they like get out of their body stand up and then they just fly out and they, they see just, themselves yeah I had one meditation technique that made me feel like I was going in some weird places because I was experimenting with uh, different sleep schedules and I realized that in certain like forms of napping, your body like will skip into deeper sleep because it's missing it mm-hmm. and it'll skip into REM sleep if it needs it as well. And so I tried to devise a way, I kind of accidentally got there, like a way to dream on purpose. And it was, it kind of worked, but it's like, I, I would be meditating in a room and I would visualize myself walk into the room again. And I don't know why I thought of this. It was just kind of like a fun thing. And then I would sit back where I was sitting and it would always like jolt me. Hmm. And I would, I would, it, I wouldn't be able to keep my eyes open. It was so surreal. It was weird. And I didn't really f- understand why at the moment. So then what I started doing is 
doing the same technique, but then I would sit somewhere different. Okay. And then I would sit down and I would start meditating. I'd sit next to myself or like on the floor. Oh. And I would, so then eventually my, this room is like full of me. And this is all visual in your yeah, mind. I, I think that's what got me dreaming is just the visual exercise. Yeah. So maybe I can visually exercise anything, but it was so visceral. It's like I would, I would open the door like as if I'm dreaming, it just kind of starts. I don't know where I came from, but I open the door, I walk in, I see myself sitting there visualizing this experience, but I'm living it. Yeah. And it's trippy. Like sometimes I go really close to myself and I try to feel my face or like like freak myself out a little bit. And it's Whoa. like I, I start having this kind of dual experience. And what was cool too is like unconsciously, like just on its own, there would be this kind of like count, like like one first guy then number two would be sitting over there and then he would sit down and create me again and i would go i would walk in and there'd be a connection like this energy field going from one yeah. to two then three would sit down there'd be another field and then if i walked through the field it was like a magnetic repulsion so i would have to like fight it and fight it and then once i got through it would kick me out the other side it was this it was such a cool experience this is during a meditation yeah wow and so then eventually I did it like five, six, seven times. Eventually you don't even realize that you're doing it. You're just walking in the room and seeing everybody and picking a spot kind of thing. You don't even think about it anymore. Nice. And then like ha the other half of my brain just started going into dreams. And then I would just kind of forget about the meditation thing. I'd be in like a deep state of rest and I would just be in this dreamscape. And then I would wake up wow. not really having fallen asleep, but I was dreaming. And I was like, holy shit, that was crazy. So it's like I accidentally found a way to like induce dreaming. So if anyone is listening, try that shit out. Tell me what you think. It's fucking awesome. Well, I, you know I've been starting to meditate now. Yeah. It's like 15 days in a row now. It's crazy. Um, nice. Yeah. Well, it's it's in prep for Vipassana, but it's also I just want to make it a habit, 20 minutes a day. Eventually, oh, uh, probably after Vipassana, it's going to be like an hour a day. <laughs> in your sleep, dude. It's going to be so easy. Yeah. I, I feel like going again just to get that refresher. Like it's, it's so intense. I'm so happy for you that you're going to go do that. It's crazy. It's, it's a weird thing. It's a weird experience. It's a, it's, I'm trying to figure out how to feel about it. I don't have a feeling yet. You I know. think you'll just be excited. You're going to be yeah. there. You're going to be happy. And then they're going to start giving instructions. You're going to be attentive. And then they're gonna, the instructions are going to be clear and constant. And you're just going to be in it. And then you're going to pop out on the other side. Like, hmm. And I don't know what that's going to be like. I, I'm, I'm curious, though. I can't wait. Yeah, but I, I'm not one to get excited for things until it actually happens. So it's like I don't have... It's just that I know it's coming. I, there's just nothing attached to that feeling right now, you know? I guess maybe you're doing it kind of consciously also. Like, you don't want to have high or low expectations. A lot of people told you what to expect yeah. in different ways. It's true. Versions. It was built up quite a bit. And I think because of all my years of being disappointed in the psych, not disappointed, but underwhelmed in what I thought things were going to be like in psychedelic world, mm. is that I'm trying to apply that to this. Just like eliminate. the only thing that ever lived up to it was salvia. <laughs> Like you I'll just like you I that. fucking yeah, like it, it pushed the delete button on my life, and I was somewhere, someone else, like just pop, <laughs> and it's like, oh my god, I smoked a plant and and I was gone. Life is bullshit. Like, I never believed in the <laughs> the simulation theory as hard. Whew, it's true, eh? Yeah, yeah, that one's an odd one. But what I like, I mean, like remember that article I sent you with the Sadguru dude talking about like the that was a great read, man. I, I, about it, ayahuasca i'm surprised you liked it man because it, it was it was a little clunky because he's like not an english native speaker and he doesn't always give reasons for what how he thinks he just yeah. goes like uh you know you can get there uh, naturally you don't yeah. need to be thrown up and then crash down 
and I feel like I know what he means. I feel like I, I take a lot out of it and I, I don't want to suddenly stop doing these uh, plant medicines and ceremonies and stuff because there's a lot benefit of them aside from the ayahuasca or mm -hmm. whatever, you know? So, But at the same time, I wonder, like, is this damaging or hindering my ability to get there on my own? And it concerns me. It's like, should I be putting in that legwork? It's nice to have something that just throws you into the... It almost like throws, it's, it's, it's like, instead of having a map like Buddhism or yoga or something, it's like you have a movie mm -hmm. and you fast forward to the end, and it, and, but that movie is like your life. You know what it is? I think it's and a different And you're forced avenue. back into the middle of the movie. Yeah. Like, you know where you're going now. You know what's, what, yeah. what it tastes like. Maybe you can get there a little more confidently or a yeah. little more clearly or a little faster. I don't know. Honestly, I think it's an avenue. It's reverse engineering the path. You're starting from the end and just building yourself back to where you are right now. That's all it is. Reversing. That's a good point. A lot yeah. of people, like I was talking to a friend recently, uh, just a friend from an old job, and he said, I took ecstasy. I took Molly for the first time, and I feel that it opened the door. And we started talking about the doors of perception, you know, mm. like the, what's his name there? Uh, Huxley? Aldous Huxley there. And he literally had a door of perception <laughs> open to him. Yeah. So he's like, I don't need Molly now, but I had this like, this, uh, like it's like going super sane. You know, like Krillin had to die, but Krillin doesn't have to die every time now. He knows what Super Saiyan feels like. I'm sorry to nerd out on Dragon Ball Z right now, but it's like a perfect analogy. It's like you needed this acute experience to find that blind spot, kind of like lucid dreaming. There's a space in your reality that you'd never touched before. Mm. But now that you touched it, you know where it is. You know the way back, sort of. Yeah. And it might not be as easy, but you know it's there. You have a informed faith, and you can you can chip away at that. Nice. Or maybe it just burst a fucking dam, and you can touch that whenever you want. Mm -hmm. Who knows? But that's it. That's why I don't think there's a specific way to get there. It's really it's person to person. You know, I'm kind of more. I kind of have to go to the max and then work backwards. It's always been my lifestyle. Mm. Like I told you, like anything I'll do, it's the extreme, and then I'll go back to baseline. It's not like starting slow. And that's how it resonates with me. But that question you're, you're worried about of are you damaging getting to that naturally? I don't think so because what happens after the experiences is that's the start. The integration is what's going to get you to that next door. You know, you can have a fucking mind-blowing experience, life-changing for that moment. But if you just go back to old patterns, it's going to get washed away like anything else. I mean, I feel like I had that crash. I had that experience. Yeah. So I feel like I, I, I suddenly was, it was suddenly, so much was suddenly revealed to me about my inner world. And I became depressed because I realized I, I didn't have a lot of self-worth. I didn't have a lot of understanding of myself. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a lot of respect for my own perspective, which, which is reflected in this conversation right now because my experiences are kind of thrown into doubt because of an, an authority figure. Mm. you know so all of it it's all fractal it's all happening <laughs> yeah. so i i think you're right you know we have different levels of trauma and different we're all we're, we're all working with a mixed bag and we mm. all have to kind of feel around the bag and and no one else can really put their hand in the bag you can just kind of describe it to them and see what's going on or they can feel it on the outside they can kind of cup the fucking <laughs> testicles and be like oh i think you got this i think yeah. you got that but they don't know for sure no. and there's so many people in my life that are giving me such good advice but i'm over here and you're over there and I hate to say that in like a distant kind of like bullshit way. I say, I try to say it with love for myself because I'm working on that. Yeah. And it's like, I need to work my way through it. And you know, that Alan Watts's words always come to mind, especially with plant medicines. When you get the message, 
hang up the phone. Hmm. I don't know when I'm going to get the message, when I should hang up the phone. But you can always pick that phone up again, you know? Like, there's no there's no closed door there. Yeah. You know, there's no real, like, goodbye forever. So I can step back. I have stepped back. I had one ceremony months ago. Mm. And I've just been working with myself. That, like, I'm not worried about the ceremony or the plant medicine. I'm just, I'm just, my, my vision is, is inward in a constructive way and, and, and as such outward now. Mm. And I'm thinking, what can I do with my life? What am I doing for yeah. real day to day? What am I cultivating for real? All nice. these fucking left brain kind of informations that I had now feel a bit more in my body, feel a bit more real. And yeah. I really have the ceremony to thank for that. Yeah. And it was not a fun ride, man. No, no. A never. lot of people are like, oh, yeah, you have, you have, you're depressed now. It's totally normal. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's funny you say about hanging up the phone. It's, I remember one ceremony, this girl was there. She's like, after the, the Sunday when it's closing and everyone shares, mm-hmm. she was like, uh, she started crying. She's like, Mother uh, Ayahuasca told me that it's, it's finished. We're done. The lessons have been taught. Like, it's time to move on. And she's like, this would be the last time I will work with this. And I'm so grateful. And like, that was her hang up moment. And that was, that was mind blowing when I heard that, mm. you know, and just like, yeah, that she got her message. She's, she's been doing everything to get to where she needed to go. And this was like a goodbye, you know, it must be hard. Yeah. Because of the, the people also. You know, they're good people, but like, you're not just going to go there and chill out with them. No, they're busy. (laughs) And the other day, you're not just going there just to go there. It's not a fun experience. You know, it's really like the, when I shoot rapping up my own nose, I'm not happy. I'm not enjoying this process. I'm I'm literally, it's come to the point now where I smell the rapping. I go, fuck, fuck, (laughs) fuck. And I'm just repeating as I'm putting it in my head. I'm just like, fuck, what the fuck? Honestly, cold showers. Yeah. It's all cold shot. It's all band-aid rips, man. It's all little classrooms. But yeah. I don't know, classroom classroom is like boring and repetitive. This is like first day of school. It's like you got to learn, but you got to overcome yourself as well a little bit. Yeah. It's not just come in and listen. It's like <laughs> it's like you got to feel what's going on for real and and get over that so that you can learn something. And getting over it is learning something. Mm-hmm. Le- maybe the real learning, the only fucking learning. I don't know brother i got excited i'm sorry are we done yeah we got let's fucking that's a perfect place to end